topic, unfortunately, is one that over the past decade has really proven to be a more serious issue. According to Laura Parker with National Geographic, each year more than 8 million tons of plastics are dumped into the ocean. This is the equivalent of a full garbage truck dumping its content into the ocean every minute of every day, 24-7, and the weight of nearly 90 aircraft carriers. And what makes this problem even more worrisome is the fact that the specific origins of plastics and pollutants within marine environments today are still unclear. These plastics come in many different forms. Just think about all the plastic items you use daily. The toothbrush you grab first thing in the morning, the container you put your lunch in, even the bottle you drink out of after your workout. All these things get used and eventually thrown out. Many plastic products are single-use items that are designed to be thrown away, like water bottles or takeout containers. These are used and discarded quickly. If this waste isn't properly disposed of or managed, it can end up in the ocean. Unlike some other kinds of waste, plastic doesn't decompose. That means plastic can stick around indefinitely, wreaking havoc on marine ecosystems. According to the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, more than 70% of the world is covered in water and contains more than 10 million of both known and unknown organisms. We must band together to end and prevent the pollution of ocean waters, with it, which affect more than 813 different species. This problem may seem distant when going through day-to-day life, but it is much closer than you think. The 5.25 trillion tons of plastic within the marine ecosystem were first placed there by us. Through the misplacement of plastic waste, spillage of oil from cargo ships, pesticide-filled water running into sewers, littering, etc., has led us to become the biggest contributors to the pollution of the oceans. Some plastics float once they enter the ocean, though not all do. As the plastic is tossed around, much of it breaks into tiny pieces called microplastics. If this topic still doesn't pertain to you, just think of what happens when these pollutants are consumed by these marine animals and are later placed on your plate at a restaurant or socked in your local supermarket. With these factors considered, this issue is not as far off as you think and one that needs to be addressed with the utmost urgency. Although we are now aware of some of the biggest polluting factors, the question becomes, are we too late? As Drew Bucker with Rubicon, which is a waste management company and recycling platform, said that some of the biggest repercussions of the increasing amounts of plastic within the marine environment include a depletion of oxygen content within the ocean, the negative effects of the toxic material on marine animals, contamination of the food chain, and the 
disruption of the coral reef cycle, just to name a few. So, the biggest question people of the 21st century must ask themselves is, how can we, just one individual person ranging from the ages of 15 to 17, combat such a pressing issue that has so many independent variables? Regarding solutions, our group has derived both a legislative and community-oriented solutions. The legislative proposition our group views as a possible solution is the implementation of a modified version of the Energy Transition of Green Growth Act first implemented in France. As of right now, this act has not only worked to not outlaw plastic bags within grocery stores and markets, but plastic cutlery as well. Now, although the complete outlawing of these items are impractical at this time, this could be a potential goal for the future. A better suited solution for countries, states, etc. looking to implement the solution would be to begin putting a tax on plastic cutlery, similar to the plastic bag tax that has been implemented in European countries such as Ireland, according to Amy Westervelt of Greenbiz, who reported a 90% reduction in plastic bag use within just a few months of the taxation. The hope with this tax will be that people will be encouraged to find supplements for plastic utensils, thus lowering the amount of plastic not only produced, but improperly disposed of. Locally, people can also make changes to their lifestyles to help with the problem. Avoid products with known microplastics like microbeads and face washes and toothpaste, and to stop using single-use plastics like straws, plastic shopping bags, and plastic drinking cups. Cutting out plastic in your consumption choices whenever you can is an effective way to help with this problem. One easy switch is to buy soda and aluminum cans instead of in plastic bottles. Start with one change at a time to make them stick. Spread the word to friends, family, and other students, and this will allow more people to be more aware of the problem and to be more cautious with their choices when dealing with plastic. We hope you are now more aware of just how serious this topic is and will take steps towards a plastic-free life. Thank you, and this was the Minorities Podcast. We hope you come tune in next time.